What's going on, everybody? Drone out here with you. I know it's late. It's about 3.15 a.m. Tuesday, November 23rd, 2022. I should say Wednesday now. But I'm going to go ahead and get all these NFL picks done now because we have to do the Thanksgiving games on Week 12 on that side of it. So it's the full slate of games. And because of everything else that's going to happen through the holiday, the only way I can get all the stuff uploaded is now. And then, like I said, we're going to be back to... A covering a hockey game between the Dallas Stars and the Colorado Avalanche on Saturday, and then next week it'll be all systems go as far as the regular schedule, and it'll be getting back into my semi-pro assignment next week that I'm looking forward to. So last week I finished five and eight, back to the usual ways of losing some games, and hopefully we can uh, acquiesce that a little bit and fix it. So this is going to be the full slate of games, starting with the Thanksgiving stuff. So. At Ford Field, and Buffalo's already been there for two straight weeks now because of the snowstorm, Bills head on the road to take on the Detroit Lions, although they're already here. <laughs> They've been here. So it's a nine and a half points for the Lions. And I know I shouldn't do this, but over the last few weeks, the Lions have actually won a few games. They're going for four wins in a row, in fact. And the way that they're playing, and Josh Allen's banged up a little bit, and Buffalo's playing everything close, Everything's set for a Thanksgiving massacre here for Buffalo to get the uh, right foot and everything else back on track. But I'm going to take the 9.5 points. I'm going to take the Lions and see if they can lose at least a close enough game to where I cover. So Dallas and the Giants as well. Another Thanksgiving game. It is the Dallas Cowboys at home facing the Giants. The Giants are all sorts of banged up right now, and Dallas is coming off of a monster win against the Minnesota Vikings. Giants are getting 9.5 points as they travel to Jerry's World. With the amount of injuries that the Giants have, I don't expect Dallas to play as well, even with that, the way they did against Minnesota where they absolutely massacred them. However, it seems like the Giants will not be able to cover this 9.5 because they're just beat up all the way across the board. So because of that, I will take Dallas, even though it's a divisional game. Giants are too beat up. I think Dallas can at least win by 14 points or somewhere about that, 12 to 14 points. The last Thanksgiving game of the day is Minnesota and New England. Minnesota needs to rebound. They're at home against New England, and it's only 2.5. So what does that tell you? Does it either tell you that Vegas is thinking that Minnesota is exposed, or should they be able to bounce back? New England's not really that great of a team, but Minnesota took an ugly loss last week. I think they bounced back enough. Can't they win by a field goal? That seems like that spread's a little too low for me. I know Minnesota got destroyed last week, but hopefully they can rebound and cover at least by a field goal. That's the way I'm going to look at it. Baltimore and Jacksonville. Now this is an interesting one because Baltimore's offense is struggling of late and Jacksonville usually keeps games close. They're at home and they get four and a half against Baltimore. They didn't look all that great against Carolina, so how should they look against Jacksonville? That's the question. And I don't know. I mean, they didn't look all that great then, so... Jacksonville's defense is great, but I think Baltimore and John Harbaugh might be able to figure it out. I'm going against the green. I'm going to take the Ravens, having to cover 4.5 points, and see if they can finish it off. This is one of the dog games of the week, and I screwed myself last week by taking Denver. Don't ever take Denver, even if it's against Vegas. It's Carolina getting 2.5, as Denver is the favorite once again. I don't see how this should be a favorite to anybody. I don't care if Carolina is rebuilding or not. I'll take Carolina and I'll take the two and a half points. And I'm not going to read much more into that other than that. 
So the Washington Commanders at home as they welcome the Atlanta Falcons getting four and a half. I think Taylor Heineke is a good quarterback in Washington and the NFC East and everything else. They're just about as good as everybody else in there. And because of Heineke playing the games, they've always been able to keep things close. They got the win against the Eagles from before. I'm going to take Washington. I think they'll beat Atlanta and cover that four and a half spread. I don't want to read too much more into it other than that. I was five and eight last week. I need to get back to the basics. So Tampa Bay and Cleveland. So Deshaun Watson is supposed to actually be making his return this week, I'm told. And Cleveland gets three and a half. Tampa Bay is playing much better of late, and Nick Chubb got shut down last week. But I do expect that running game to bounce back a little bit. And Tampa Bay, they don't really necessarily blow anybody out. Maybe Tampa Bay wins, but they'll stay within that number. Give me Cleveland at 3.5, and and I'll let the chips fall where they may on that side. This is one that's pretty convincing here for me, Cincinnati and Tennessee. Cincinnati only having to cover 1.5. I think that number should be higher. I'm going to go ahead and take Joe Burrow and take the Bengals, even though they're on the road. Tennessee always plays hard. Mike Vabel does a great job with that Titans team. But if there's still any sort of beat up at the uh, quarterback position or missing some receivers, I'm going to go with Cincinnati because I think there'll be too much to be contained, even with just the one and a half. Miami and Houston. Miami has to cover a big number at home, 12 and a half against the Texans. But Miami's offense has been so good, and Davis Mills has been a little bit inconsistent in the sense of it, and Houston is not really going anywhere. Hopefully Miami can win big. they got to cover 12.5. I will take Miami. So the Jets in Chicago. Jets didn't play well last week against the New England Patriots. They went 0-2. So here's the thing, because we got to pick the games right away. I have to have all the stuff in by morning of Thursday. And because of that, getting all this stuff now, this leaves me in an unenviable situation where I don't know the status there for Justin Fields. Is he hurt enough to go? Is he hurt enough not to go? And because of that and having to make the pick now, I'm just going to take the Jets. They have to cover four and a half points. If I knew that Justin Fields was ready and 100% ready to go, I'd flip it to Chicago. But since I don't and I have to make the pick early, I'm going to take the Jets. Seattle and Vegas. Seattle at home, all they have to do is cover three and a half. Vegas is not a good team. Seattle is a good team. I don't think there really is any other way to put it. I'm going to take Seattle, and they should be able to cover the three and a half points. Now, last week I screwed up. I took Arizona over the 49ers, because now it seems like the 49ers are running into form. So that was a stupid loss on my part. The way the Chargers played against Arizona... They seem to be pretty good too, and all they have to do is cover four and a half on the road against Arizona. I'm going to take the Chargers. Kansas City, they got to cover a huge number against the Rams at home. They're at Arrowhead, but they got to cover 14 and a half. The LA Rams, I know Stafford won the Super Bowl last year, and everybody can laugh and rub that in my face like they often like to do. But the L.A. Rams might be getting the Lions a good draft pick if the Lions want to throw away their draft pick by winning more meaningless games. But again, if you want to turn around the culture and stuff with Dan Campbell, I get it. The big, the big way to do that is beating the Bills on Thursday. That's how I can start to believe a little bit if they're actually going anywhere. However, going back to the point of the Rams being absolutely beat up and the Lions getting a good pick out of it, they got they lost to New Orleans last week. And the way that Kansas City's rolling... 
I see them winning by more than 14.5, maybe 21-plus. So I'll take Kansas City. I think they get that comfortably. San Francisco at home as they welcome New Orleans, having to cover 9.5. Same situation here for New Orleans. Alvin Kamara's had a couple down weeks. I know Andy Dalton was spectacular last week, but San Francisco seems to be rounding into form. Jimmy Garoppolo had four touchdowns, no picks last week, and they're getting healthy. And it could be a very situation, again, I'm not saying this right away, but you could definitely see Kansas City and the San Francisco 49ers play in the Super Bowl again. I really believe San Francisco is one of the best teams in the league now that they're actually getting healthy. I understand the record says what it was, but they were having so many issues at the beginning of the year that made things difficult. So I'm going to go ahead and take the 49ers. I think they cover the 9.5 points. Philadelphia and Green Bay. Philadelphia has looked human over the last few weeks, although they've only lost one game, and that was the divisional opponent and commanders. Green Bay sucks, but the way that Philadelphia has looked in the sense of skating by everybody, okay, they're due for a big win. Again, they signed Linval, Joseph, and Adamic and Sue to try to help on some defensive sides. Everything should point to Philadelphia because Green Bay is not a good football team, but because Philadelphia has kind of been up in the air, I'll go with Aaron Rodgers. I really don't want to, but the 7.5 points seems to be too good not to take, and that's probably Vegas uh, bidding me in there, but I'll, I'll fall for it and bite the bullet. And the last game of the week on the Monday night side, it's the Indianapolis Colts and Jeff Saturday and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ever since Jeff Saturday's coach last two games, Indianapolis has played very, very close, and they actually went 1-1 one one as they almost beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that that's going to continue as they're at home to going, taking on Pittsburgh. I know it's Mike Tomlin, and Mike Tomlin is the better coach, but I'll ride with Indianapolis right now because they seem to be playing hard. Those are my picks for the week, and my total points between Buffalo and Detroit for the tiebreaker, I'm going to sit at 45 because I expect the Lions to have a little bit of a back turn. I think that Buffalo is going to win the game, but maybe... It'll be enough to world be in that spread, and the 9.5-point spread sounds good to me. So those are my picks for the week. I know it was a little bit longer situation because we've got to do every single game this week. But those are mine, and uh, hopefully as we get back into the next part, where it'll be next week Saturday when we get back to the normal schedule, I'll have a big number in front of the win column, and I'll have some good news to report. But I think these are some winners this week, and I shouldn't have a totally garbage schedule and totally garbage uh, record like I did last week at the 5-8. and eight. I think we're going to bump that up and get above 500. Take care. See you guys next week on the football picks. And other than that, as far as next week goes, we'll be back to a full schedule as far as covering NHL, uh, NBA, college affiliate stuff. It should be a good time. And my semi-pro assignment will be the following uh Saturday. So we'll be back to a full schedule next week. But until then, look forward to the Dallas Stars and Colorado Avalanche on Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Peace out, guys.